0: Who rocks mics and rocks them well, yo? It's the biz, baby, it's the biz. 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 It's
1: the biz. Are we recording? Yeah. Am I in in the frame? Am I well, where I look, need to be? We should need to be like the same this-ish. Right?
0: right, but I can't see with the fucking lens in front of me, so, so you, you can see. <laughs> All right, so welcome back to the Biz Show and Podcast because you know we do a podcast now. I didn't know new that. New year, new yeah. The audio gets uploaded. It's, you don't have to do anything different. Okay. <laughs> my my first guest for the for the new year. Wow, is Jay Moss. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you so much. We're not talking about you today. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Perfect. You know what? I'm ready for this. That's what I am all right, about this. Right.
0: I'm sure a lot of people ask you to come on, they're like, talk about defeater the and recording. Yeah. Yes. No, we're that's talk- all that happens. Right. This yeah. isn't that. Good. <laughs> so we're talking about the live from 2021 Rebuilder show. So, yep. you know, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but to give everyone the gist, we wanted Rebuilder wanted to do a live show and in this age of you know staying at home and the coronavirus live shows aren't happening i've watched a lot of live streams and they're all bad all most (laughs) most yeah did you ever see anyone that you were like this is the best
1: uh no i didn't really see that many so i watched the menzingers one a little bit sure that was pretty good yeah um was it right yep so like that's the thing is that like you know i i saw dropkick murphy's
0: one that they did right at the beginning that was like in a soundstage place and then they did fenway park and like i think that's kind of the point is that like the bands that are doing these are like generally bigger bands that have the resources to pull this together and do it but like what about smaller bands rebuilder isn't the biggest band we're a pretty small band and what does that look like if we want to do a live stream, which most of the time is just someone's iPhone. Sure. In Uncle Johnny's basement. Yeah. There's, you know, they're like, yeah, the phone will pick up the sound. Yeah, no, it won't. It's terrible. Well, I mean, it will. It will. will yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. not great. And so, you know, we wanted to, the, the idea came about just because, like, we typically had done a New Year show every year. We weren't going to do one this year um, because, well, one, we couldn't do one this year because of the pandemic. But before that, we weren't going to do Charlie's Kitchen anymore because it just got too small for us to do. Um, and in talking to Daniel, we had come up with some ideas, and I said, I don't want to do another like live stream thing if it's going to look like just as these other ones look, it's just free on Instagram or Facebook sure. and it's, there's no quality into it. I, there's 10 people watching and if there's 10 people watching, then what is the point
1: really? It's like, sure. And like one person's like your mom and like your girlfriend. Right. 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 Yeah. And I it's like, well, yeah. I, I don't know. It's like if you had 10 people
0: seeing you at a real show, you'd be like, well, this show sucks. Been there. Right. Well, like, have you been there where there's 10 people seeing you and no one had to leave their fucking house? No. Yeah, Yeah. that sucks, dude. So we were like, we want this to have to look good, sound really good. I actually at the beginning, spoiler alert, it wasn't live, um, but like it was live in the sense of like a live record. Is live was well, a live performance it's a live performance yeah it wasn't like a live stream as it was happening right at that moment and we'll get into why that wasn't even possible but at the beginning of talking about this um, I had approached like a live stream company that we had talked to for a little bit and I was even adamant I was like this has to be live it has to be on New Year's Day New Year's Day is perfect time to do it because like No one should be getting together on New Year's, but people are gonna do it anyway. New Year's Day is on a Friday, and this year, people are probably gonna have the day off from home, Mm -hmm. from work, even um, being home. They'll be able to watch this. We'll have it at like 3.30, which seems to be a reasonable time for both coasts. And then if you really want to, like if you can't catch it, you'll have all weekend to watch. And this was like the whole idea of like putting this in place. And I remember in, you know, it didn't, it, like, we couldn't work it out with the live stream company, and I had mentioned it to you, and yep. you said you wanted to be involved in this, and I think I gave you, like, four different outs, and I was like,
1: yeah. past this point, there's no more out. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, it was way more work than I thought it was going to be. A lot more. Way more. Now that it's done. Yeah. Stoked. Right. I, I we... I think we fucking crushed it. I, I, like, I'm really proud of it. I think it sounds good. I think and so, it too. It looks,
0: looks great, too. I think so, too. But to get to that point, it was just kind of like, you know, I remember I approached you and I was like, okay, do you, is there something that we can do together? There's not going to be an outside company. I don't know how much money is even going to be sure. made with this. Right. Because, like, you can't have everyone just, like, work for free, especially when you're trying to put something like this up. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember saying to you, I was like... Are you sure you want to do this? Can we do this together? Is this something? And you suggested, yes, we can do it. We'll deal with money like later. We'll just see what happens. Which I was really appreciative of taking the risk for it. Oh, of course you were. But like, you know. <laughs> um, you had suggested getting Bill involved because you were like, Yep, Bill is awesome you you know I've known him through you but he's come out to Rebuilder shows and stuff and he was like see if Bill will get involved he would probably do this he'd probably do this on the cheap just to be involved in this and Mm -hmm. he's got great gear and then I think you suggested uh, Kyle California Kyle to do the editing of it my
1: video editor for most my
0: YouTube videos right it was like he'll probably want to do it you know uh, he's like I don't know talk to him see what he'll do it for and I was like okay well so now we already have costs coming into play and we needed to find a venue to do this. And, like, every music venue that we went to in Boston that we thought would look good, because that was the thing, we wanted it to look good, too. So there was, like, certain places where it was, like, I think this could be good, but, like, all these venues are closed, and they wouldn't be able to, like, open the doors, get their staff to do it, yeah. and have it be cheap for us. Again, the bigger bands that have done it have the resources to do these things. Totally. I think I contacted the venue that... Dropkick did there's that, and they were like, "We can talk different prices, but the base price to try to do this over here is around fifteen to twenty thousand dollars, which, after everything we did, I completely believe that. Sure, yeah, you know, especially for like something that big. But again, we're talking about how does a smaller band do this? So I remember, you know, I contacted Bill, um, and he said he would do it, he brought in his friend Kyle from Connecticut who, who would shoot um, as well. And then there's the five of us in Rebuilder, and now we have to find a venue. Every place I went to didn't really work out. I remembered that my friend Anthony has a barn that used to be a recording studio. I asked him, he said we could have it, no cost at all, which was actually the best place to do it at because we needed more time to be in that room for yeah. prepping. Yeah we wouldn't have been able to do that in the music venue. Yep. And with all that, it was like, there's no way this can actually be live because we would have to find like a high stream internet like connection to even be able to do something like yeah, that. definitely. And it would ta- It was just a lot more of resources that we don't
1: have, especially if we're just trying this thing out and seeing how it goes. Well, you'd also have, have some other stuff. So like if you wanted it to be like, So this is a live performance, but if you wanted it to be, like, live live, you would need somebody with, uh, like, a multi-HDMI in thing that's coming in, like, directly, no latency from the cameras with their own dedicated monitor who's switching between camera angles and then my audio has to be pre-mixed and it's feeding in to that, and that goes out. And, like, cool, but I think, like, the fact that it's a live performance, it's the same. Like, who cares, Right. right? So it's just, like, might as well... Take those variables out of the equation. Right. Capture a live performance. uh, Capture a show vibe. But, like, it just gives you, like, a little bit more flexibility with, like, I get a moment to make it sound really good. We get a moment to switch camera angles, you know? Because I can, like, tell you now, like, you know, with getting everyone in place, too, like,
0: also, like, even doing this, like, we have to remember there's a virus out there. So, like, we all had to get negative tests, and we all wore masks while we were doing it. And... So we're like, okay, now we have the venue to do this. Again, it can't be live just because, like, we don't have all those things that you talked about. And, mm-hmm. like, who? that's the other thing. It's, like, introducing all those variables to do something that live would just be a nightmare. I, I mean, we went in on a prep date to do everything, right? Yeah. And it took us all day yeah, to even just night. get the yeah. audio yeah, right. getting there. If it was live and we're like, all right, we're here to ready to go, like,
1: Nothing's working like well <laughs> and, like anytime you're doing like a new you're, you're problem solving something new I mean yes, maybe if you're like this is what we do every day we've got this stuff ironed out but for us it was like we have a we have a goal we have a dream right we put together a reasonably solid plan but really like we had to test that plan the prep day is just like so critical for oh that. you need a prep you day. have to have it. we yeah.
0: absolutely could not have done this without the prep day nope. because it took us. All day to get to the point where we were like, we got to a point where, so the music curfew that we had like at the house was like 9 p.m. I think we got the audio figured out right at 9 p.m. And we're like, okay, cool, this is great because we can come back tomorrow and like tweak some stuff, but like pretty much be ready to go. And to kind of like explain even how we had to do the audio. So because I even asked you, I was like, how necessary is a PA system to be in the room. Right. And you said like it would actually be preferred to not so that we can get a clean focal signal, yep. not have another variable of like like speakers and things in the room adding more noise yeah, to it. Right. So we all used in-ears, yep. which I... The Mighty Mighty Boston's because they didn't have their throwdown this year right? weren't using their wireless packs and let us borrow their wireless packs to do, which was... Fucking great, cause like that's really expensive. It's another
1: cost thing that we were able to save on. I also just want to quickly shout out was the mighty mighty Boston sound guy, who I had to go on FaceTime. Dave Mack. I, I had to go on FaceTime <laughs> with him yeah. because we were having just like some weird problems, and so huge right. huge thank you to Dave and the Bostones for giving us that stuff. But yeah, it means like. New stuff, like, so I've been, like, here's my wife in my studio, right? Like, we've been recording forever, and that's, like, my profession. That's what I know how to do really well. And a lot of that's transferable, but at the same time, new situation, new variables. And also, you guys, like, don't play with in-ears. Right. Right. So, like, just creating headphone mixes and all of that stuff, it just, it's super worth it, but it totally takes time. And we all, like,
0: even because of that, for, like, the time and, like, unknown gear and things like that like we all had the same mix in our ear yep so that like you know and that's even difficult in itself it's like one we're used to we're not used to playing with in-ears two i can't have my guitar cranking super loud in my ears at all times which is usually how i love to like play anyway so it's like everything is a bit unknown so you know and i i don't even think it comes across in the video thankfully because kyle's editing is great but like The first couple songs and everything i think we were just kind of trying to figure out like it felt weird i mean i remember like we played and i was like when we got to our first break where i would talk i was like we're doing this we're in this this i haven't played a show in a year i haven't played a show in in a year and we're trying to jump back into this like we never left this but there's a whole bunch of variables in place that we're not used to. We know our songs and we know that and that that we had practices in that room with the in-ears on. But when it's performance time, nothing yep. can really prepare you when you haven't used these things, you know.
1: Totally. And I know that like the first time I used in-ears was playing oddly playing bass for August Burns Red and I remember like how how disorienting it was, I'd go to the front of the stage. So like, I'm used to playing shows. You go up to the front of the stage, right. so there's like, whatever, a thousand people. Sure. And you hear them. They're right there. Fucking thousand people guy. Yeah, right? sorry. Well, uh, <laughs> when you're playing that, <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> Talking about
0: some small I'm just there. saying, <laughs> yeah, not, you know, that sure. was my experience.
1: Yeah. And so when uh, I was at the front of the stage, I was used to like going up to the front of the stage and being able to yeah. feel that response. Yeah. And I guess I like, like kind of forgot how absolutely isolating that the inners ears can be. And then you know for me is like an engineering standpoint it did cross my mind to be like oh you know what like maybe I should get everybody their own headphone mix thing is this i was like i'm on a laptop limited interfaces limited time so i was like let's just make everyone happy enough to get this right. done right going forward i think one thing i might change is i i think i would try to give everybody their own right like right. headphone mix yeah but again
0: this is all stuff like after we've done one, like I, I I feel so confident, like I would actually like love to do this again with like another band that was like okay. Like cool maybe band. another engineer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like no, I thought about this and I was like I was like, man, if we went and did this again, like I was like, let's say like, you know, if like choke up did a live stream, right? Sure. And like we're like, Well, we've already done this, we know what to do now. Yep. It would go so much smoother. Totally. But like again, like this is the first one. Everything was unknown. Everything going into it, yep. and we learned so much. But we came up with a product that like did exactly what we wanted it to do. We wanted it to look good. We wanted it to sound good. Oops. And I, I read a review, yesterday, that came down and said like, I, I and I don't remember who it was by, but they they're like you know we watched this and. That, you know they must have put a lot of time and work into this because the sound was very good and they're like cool. it looked very good and it really showed and raised the bar for what a live stream could be and cool i think that that really sums up this whole entire thing is like you really need to think about like the effort and time that you're putting into this this is unknown for a lot of bands too like yeah. you don't know what we're doing so it's like i didn't know how this thing was going to look like so i'm I remember texting you a lot, being like, should I get more lights? Should I get more of this? Should i like, you know? yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> because we're just like, oh, and I, I, I like, so, you know, again, like, and all this has a cost to come in with it because... The corporate sponsors, like we, we asked for sponsorships. We went to like a lot of like small businesses that we're friends with, and just kind of sent this out to a lot of people. And the reason why we had to do that is because, again, we didn't know actually how many tickets we could sell to this, yeah. and see if we could make any money back. Again, like there's people that needed to be paid, um, and you know, like can't ask anyone to work for free on a dream. So like, we had like thankfully like I think it was like. Rocky's Grilled Cheese and Pino Brothers Dope. and Acme Band Supply, Safe, Responsible. I'm trying to remember all of them. There was, like, Feed the Scene. Um, and then, like, some of our friends, Joe Boo, like, and stuff kicked in. And it was great because, like, we were like, okay, the whole show is almost paid for. Yeah. And once that happened, we could kind of relax a little bit more and see, like, okay, we don't have that much left to go of ticket sales so that no one's going to be like burned out of this Yeah, totally. you know because i think i went to a couple of other bands like even when i was trying to make this like very, like live i was like how many tickets did you sell and like one of my friends bands he was like i did like around 330 i would have thought he would have been in the thousands to be honest sure sure cuz i was thinking to myself this dude does 100 tickets in like most cities that he goes to yep. and this is a world event, right? So will he do maybe even 50 in every city? And that is not the case not with even this. close. No.
1: Yeah. So like He's the... like one in every city right right yeah. right. So it's yeah. like the numbers are way lower
0: and I was like, oh, and like even like another band that was like bigger than that, like I think they did like something like 700 tickets over like a span. And I was like, these numbers are a lot lower than I thought. Totally. So yeah,
1: totally.
0: I got I mean, I even got nervous. I was like, should we just maybe hope for like 50 tickets? Sure. And if and I was even prepared to being like, if that's the case and we did 50 tickets, thank God we got these sponsorships to, sure, be able to right, like yeah. cover yeah. this and do this. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was just a learning experience to be like okay we did 50 tickets at that Yep. thankfully we didn't we did more than that Mm -hmm. um and i was i was stoked and it was a weird thing like i'm glad it was like pre-recorded because i didn't know how many tickets would have been sold while we were playing right and i think at the time if it was like in real time and I'm like concerned about numbers sure. and I'm like we're about to play and there are only 10 tickets sold like I would be like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. what
0: are we doing right now
1: yeah that's true it, yeah and I think too that ties back we talked a lot about like you know it's a live performance that people can play later so like who cares if like like if it's happening within seconds of the viewer, like if that, you know, like the difference between you hitting your cord is just the latency between our upload stream and like, who cares? Like in, in thinking of when it wanted to be live, I was like, okay, if this
0: thing is really live, I want a screen that I can see and interact with people and do that. That's cool. But again, like to be able to do something like that, you're looking at spending. That's if you're able to do something like that, you're probably looking like the, like, 20,000s, 30,000s in a place that's already set up to do that and has done multiple and they're able to do this yep. and you're able to go in and there's already a team that's able to, to put that in place because it's been done. And I don't think for bands at our level are able to do that at all. They may not even be able to pull off what we did to be quite honest because yeah, it was like, I, I think, you know, with everyone working on the cheap to do this, to just see if it's possible, we're like cool. We at the end we're like it's possible. Is it sustainable? I don't think so. Super not. It's not. No way. It's it's so much work. It's so much work. And people came came up like people afterwards like were sending me messages and saying, "Is are you gonna do another one or is this a one time thing?" And I said, "This is pretty much just a one time thing."
1: Yeah. The the thing is like. Would you even get the repeat performance um, audience? Nah, you wouldn't. You know? I don't think so. I think it's cool, like, you tap into your fans. Right. Right. And, like, people who, like, follow me who are, like, interested. Like, that's awesome. And thank you for everyone who watched it. I remember, like, you know, I watched it in my living room with my wife and some friends. And, like, we felt really proud of it. And I'm really glad that we did it. I went into this pretty much thinking as a freebie. Sure. You know, right? Completely. <laughs> like, I went in just being like, let's let's do it. Like, right. like I've done a bunch of records right. for Rebuilder, and um, this will just be fun. And you know, I, I I'm I'm fortunate enough to be able to be in a position where I can do cool stuff just because I think it's cool. And I think
0: me and you had a, like, you know, you went into it for, for with a freebie. There was a little bit there where I said to myself, like, even talking to Daniel, I was like, I don't know if we'll have any money to pay Jay. Right. And this feels bad. So at (laughs) no point was I like, oh, this is great that we have Jay for free. Like, I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. You know? And I was like, that doesn't feel great. And then I remember me and you talking upstairs, and I was like, after it was all said and done, after we did everything, I was like, I think this all changes a lot if you were depending, let's say everybody, crew, band included, yep. you are depending on this to like pay your rent and your livelihood. Bad idea.
1: Terrible. Bad idea. You
0: would be in a position where you're like very worried about taking sales. sale. I mean, I was already worried, but I was like, like, you know, if this is like your livelihood and you're like, this is yeah. what we need to do to like
1: make money and put food on the table. Well, you were just more worried because you probably felt bad like, you know, I put quite a bit of time into this. Oh, I, yeah. I was aware. <laughs> I was aware. So you're probably just worried, you're just probably worried, like, like, thank you for the favor. Yeah. But, like, Ugh. It's, a, it's a
0: big ask. Yeah, totally. It's a big ask, yeah. you know, and, I mean, we're so appreciative that we dove in this together. Yep. Um, for sure. But, I mean, it's, it's a big ask. And, I mean, if, you know, if you're a band that has... You know, I think if, if you're a band and you want to put this together and you see this and you said, I have an engineer friend who I think would maybe want to try to dive in this together and you guys want to like dive in and experiment and do it and see if you can come up with something that way and you have really no, um, you know, financial like responsibility coming out of it, then I think you should do it. Absolutely. It's great. Oh, You'll it's learn a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a fun, lot of super fun. fun yeah. But if it's something where you're like, is this a sustainable business or living it's it's not especially at a band that no. is at this level you, you do know.
1: it you, you do it because because it's it's challenging fun right you love music you love art right. that's that's why I right. do it yeah um and I'll go over just to kind of give everyone like heads up to you. look at the timer uh you got six minutes to go over everything you need to go over that's that's not enough time well I'm gonna have to do another cut or do you want to stop and I'll take a piss and then we will continue <laughs> Alright. Alright, we're back. Alright, so you can cut in, however. I mean, we're just back. Oh. <laughs> we're just... We took a break.
0: We took a break. Because you have a camera that has a time limit.
1: Can I, can I get into that? Should I save that for a different video? <laughs> Go ahead, explain it. Yeah, so my camera can only shoot for (laughs) 29 minutes and 59 seconds. And we think, from what I understand, I have a Canon. It's for some weird old tax reasons. uh, And so therefore it has a record limit, which is super dumb. And it's like actually the bane of my existence, because I shoot all kinds of videos down here. Right. I'm Always watching the clock. Right. Which sucks. (laughs) Love the camera. Love the autofocus. (laughs) Love the color science. Yeah. You know? I'm in. Love it. Just like, bruh. Like, Mm $29.59? Just let me rip, dude. (laughs) Just let me rip for the whole SD. That's what I want. Taxman. Goddamn Uncle Sam. (laughs) Coming in on my camera. You know? Are you done? I feel better. (laughs) better.
0: (laughs) So, because this is the biz, and I want to break down, so what the cost of this show look like. Yeah. There was a total show cost to this and the total show cost was $1,715 which is more of a house nut than we've ever paid for any show. Sure. And I think any band at our level that house nut is... Very high.
1: Yeah. If you were like, hey, we have to go play Hartford. It's going to cost right. us 1700 bucks." Right. Right. You'd be like, we're not. We're playing. not doing we're that. We're not playing Hartford. There's no
0: way we're doing it. Yeah. Right. Right. Totally, yeah. So like, and that was everything. So this, this includes how much it cost us to do video. Yeah. How much did the artwork cost? How much was editing? I spent money on the in-ear systems um, for, cause we're not going to share someone's earbuds. So like, I was like. I'll buy these, you know, and like, I had to try to find those cheaper. Again, everyone was doing way more work
1: and not getting paid nearly as much as what how do they normally would. How do you get people to do that? Because you're good at that. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? <laughs> you got some biz magic. It's the thing
0: is, like, I think. you you just have to be sincere about it. You should be transparent about it. And I I think that's what it comes down to. It's like, you know, like if I had said to you, like, hey, man, do you want to do this? It's going to be fucking revolutionary and change your (laughs) career. Like, you know, like you'll you'll make uh, if I if I sold it to you and said, I'll give you half a ticket sales. And like we generally do 100 people in every city. This will be fucking
1: huge. Mm -hmm. Get ready to be disappointed. You know? Yeah, I would have asked for like actual hard
0: right metrics. Right,
1: yeah. right but like <laughs> yeah. you know like
0: i came to you and i was like i don't do you want to do this one it's like yeah. you should always ask someone wants to do it and like you know being like i don't know what this looks like and i think if you're just sincere and you're transparent about the whole thing then there's like you know it, it's up to you you know it's like <laughs> like i didn't twist anyone's hand
1: and i was just honest about it dude you know? i think that might be one of the best lessons learned here I I honestly think so. Because you, uh, if you came in hot like a douche, you ain't getting no fucking no, love No, stripped. No, yeah, you know, not no, not at all. I, and, no like, way.
0: you know, like, we had... The opening bands was, like, our friend Andrea, Matt Spence played, um, Sharky was fucking unreal, <laughs> Dylan from Spanish Love Songs, um, uh, Catbite, and Wolfface couldn't play, but they sent the message over. All of those people I approached and was like... Will you do this? I don't know if there's going to even be any money to go around. Yeah, sure. But, like, you know, just send us footage of, like, you playing even in your house. Because, like, I wasn't trying, we're not trying to have them do this huge fucking elaborate performance. I just wanted it to feel like a real show. And, like, even after the show, like, um,. I asked like most people if they wanted to get paid for it and they're like no, no, it's like it's it's fine. Thanks for just letting us be a part of it. That's you know. Cool. And like I offered um and I just I just I feel like you just got to be transparent about the whole thing. Even like like Dylan from Spanish Love Songs. I was like I, he's asked me to be on his like Patreon band podcast a couple of times and sure. I had to read the fucking Die Hard script and I was like <laughs> Maybe we'll just keep trading these weird fucking things with each other. He's like, I'm cool with that. Heard about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right. So I think, I think, uh, I think that was payment enough to make me go through yeah. it. But yeah, so you know, the cost of this show came up to be, you know, um, 1,715. The sign that we made, like, which was fucking huge and a lot yep. of time into it, like, Home Depot wasn't giving us to it for free. You no. know, like they didn't sponsor the,
1: the no, luxury. no,
0: you know, there was some things taken from Home Depot for free. But either way, <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> either way, like, you know, to get everyone involved, that's basically what it cost and it looked like. So to give what we made from the show is the sponsorship totals was one thousand fifty. OK. OK. So that means that there was a balance of $565 that needed to be made from ticket sales. Yep. Tickets were $10 then it was $12 for day of ticket. We did have a t-shirt bundle and then you had a package that you sold um, to learn how to do this, which I believe you're still selling. So if anyone out there is an audio nerd and wants to really know every specifics about it, like what reamping is, like... Buy it. <laughs> 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 um... So, with your bundle, our bundle, and everything, and, like, ticket sales, like, everything came out to be where there was a net of $2,669.25. What was that number? $2,669.25 was okay. the net
1: okay.
0: of the whole entire show. Right. And that was at about 220 tickets between bundles, regular ticket sales, and everything. Yep. And I was like... This is sick. This
1: is Well, you got you got to get a little dough right for doing the thing that was fun. Right. It's not a ton of money. It's not a ton of money at all. At all. But it just kind of feels better to not like it kicked in the pants. It felt good for me to like look at that net and be
0: like, "Okay. We're going to take about half of this, you're going to take the other half, and I can feel like you didn't do all that work for absolutely nothing. And that we didn't put our time and effort into doing a show that nobody wanted to watch, that Mm. didn't make enough money. Like no one in the band was getting paid. I offered money to every one of the band members. I said, hey, it looks like we might have like between 150 to 200 bucks at the end of this to give everyone, do you guys want it? We're looking at maybe releasing this thing on, like, a vinyl record it's and, good. like, selling the show later as well. And everyone was like, just put it back in and, you know, if that's going to help to make a vinyl pressing of this. So, like, yeah, we are going to make a vinyl pressing of this. Dope. Um, But and it was cool that, like, everyone was just like, yeah, like, this was just a cool,
1: fun thing to do. And it didn't feel like a complete waste of time. And I think that sentiment... like, permeated every single person that worked on the thing. Right. Right, like, everyone was like, the preface was like, we're trying to do a thing. Right. And uh, we really don't know how it's going to go. Right. We want to make it dope, but... It might not work out financially. Right. Like Between like, you know, because like you sold a bundle, which
0: obviously you're selling your course. So like you got a bigger chunk of that. We think we only took like our portion of like the $5 for ticket sale for that because that makes sense. And I think like, so like Rebuilder walked away with I think uh, $1,490. You walked away Mm $1,178. And I was like, okay, this is, this is awesome. But... Wait,
1: if we're splitting it fifty-fifty. We our T-shirt bundles. Uh, okay, right. Right, yeah, right. So I didn't take any of your I'd, fucking course. I didn't get none of your T-shirts. Right. Exactly. Should have got. I should have negotiated on the T-shirt game. You should have. I lost I out on a solid one hundred and seventy-six dollars there. Right. And that's why you negotiate.
0: I mean, you still got the course to sell at ninety-nine dollars. Get in, right? Just
1: saying though. Like, I didn't know about
0: the T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. I don't, th- you know, if since we're being honest right now, the t-shirt bundle didn't do um, as well as I thought it would. Like, I actually thought that sure. a lot of ticket sales in that would, most people would have attached the t-shirt, for sure. I thought, like... But it was a minority. It was a minority. I think it was something, like, like actually overall was, like, maybe about 20 to, like, 25 people bought shirts, yes. and it was one of those things, like, the art was great. Tom Lowell did a great job. Yep. But for what we wanted having Calvin pissing on 2020, all that. which was the idea of me and Daniel, like the original idea before we even had the live stream thing, we're like, maybe we do a holiday shirt that's just that. And I wouldn't even need a graphic designer. We would literally just put like the Google search, Calvin pissing on 2020 yeah. and it would be the worst shirt. And we would sell it for like less than $10 on the cheapest white ass t-shirt. Sure. And um, we ultimately, was like well if we have someone draw it it will look better and people actually want to spend money on it because i don't think people want to spend money on just that basic thing on a t-shirt so we changed it we paid dom to like he could make it look good and he made it look great but i still think at the end of the day some people were just like i don't really want a t-shirt with calvin pissing on something yeah Definitely. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I I, yeah. I think I think like yeah. we sold less T-shirts than we wanted, but we didn't. You know, again, we... So
1: biz tip, maybe don't put people pissing on things. You on just got you got to
0: think about your audience. You know, I, I think a lot of you know, everyone's older now. People are like they're not like have... pissing on each other. No, as much. no, dude. Like yeah, they, exactly. they got kids
1: and stuff. And yeah, like, you exactly. Know, yeah. yeah, they're too busy to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: for sure. So. <laughs> Don't be bummed that you did miss out on the fucking t-shirt <laughs> There wasn't that much to go around. I mean, that also doesn't take into account, like, what the bill will be for t-shirts. So once we pay for t-shirts, that actually amount cost goes. So well. I win. You win in this for sure.
1: Awesome. For sure. So this. great for, for me. Sure. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Right. You I'm have an you you advantage. <laughs> <for that. laughs> so, like... You know, but even with that split, like, looking at those figures, like, and even show, like, you know, for, like, what you got for that chunk, like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're paid way above that for things that took less time than this. You would be correct. Right. So, and, like, and that's the thing is, like, you know, Bill worked on this with Kyle. And I'm sure that they get jobs that are just a lot more fucking money than this. Kyle, who did the editing in California, I'm sure he gets a lot more. Brittany took the pictures. Yep. I'm sure Brittany can get jobs that are, like, like, I I didn't even, like, with Brittany, I didn't even tell her. I was like, do you want to do this? I don't think I can give you any money. And she's like, absolutely, because, like, one, she's been with us, like, I consider her as part of the crew. And, you cool. know, and, and she was like, great to come down and do it. I told her that, you know, These are the parameters. You have to do it safely and everything. But like, after it was said no, I was like, okay, cool, great. We have enough money to pay Britney. So we can pay Britney now, you know, and like it was just I think just being able to get to that point where like, okay, like these people work to make this happen, you know, for us as a band with everyone helping out, this show cost us one thousand seven hundred fifteen dollars. Fucking steal, dude. And it was pretty good for what we did <laughs> pretty good is a steal because I think if we were doing this, let's say we we're doing this like 10 years ago yep. or longer, like this would be what would be considered like one of those like, you know, Kung Fu Records band DVDs that came out, you Toy. know, like yeah. here's fucking Alkaline Trio, House of Blues, like one of those things like yep. it, this, it. We did exactly what those would be like, you know, we we're in the digital format, so it came out as something you could just log in and go online and see. But had this been another time, this would be a DVD thing that a lot of money was poured into making happening.
1: Yeah, and that's interesting, too, because, like, people are so used to streaming stuff and, like, uh, content just sort of being on demand and being, like, free. Like, the production cost aspect of it isn't any less right right i mean like some things have come down like in terms of like gear and stuff but like the amount of like energy required and like you know editors or editors and audio engineers or audio engineers right that type of thing so it's like yeah maybe like you can get a high quality camera for a few thousand less than you could have at that period of time but still like the amount of people required and paying those people right you're like if you had a physical product to sell and a platform to sell it upon you yeah, of course, you make way more. Right, yeah. right. And, like, I, I, I mean, I did have people, like,
0: even after the fact, who I was talking to, and they were, like, I was telling about, about the stream, and they're, like, oh, it's it's a paid thing? Like, you got to pay to see it? And I think a lot of people, because they're used to seeing a lot of these live streams happen, right. in their mind, they associate free. For example... When Dropkick did the Fenway one, I think it was free, or even their other ones free. But remember, just because you're watching it for free doesn't mean the cost associated was free. There's someone paying for that, you know. Uh, especially what?
1: at Fenway Park. Exactly, yeah. you know, and like
0: I think they had, pit, they 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 spawn. Pega was like their sponsorship for that. So like Pega's picking up the bills so you all at ha- home can enjoy, yeah, sure. you know? And that's the thing is like when you go into these things that there is production, there's going on, even sure. if you see it for free, like it's it's not free. And that's why like a band like the Mezinger's who did theirs, you have to pay to see it because there is cost associated with big this. Time. You don't see smaller bands like us doing this type of thing because of the big costs associated with it. We were able to do it for 17, 15, which for a small band, that's a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, we got a steal of a deal to do that with the team that we had to yeah, do play. this. And it's something we have for the future. We're going to put it on vinyl, and we'll sell it that way. You know, We'll put out the video and the audio as a release, like a proper release, so that like people can listen to it on Spotify that's and stuff. Sweet. And it's a thing that is cool that we can just put... It's another thing. Like, there's certain markers I, in the Rebuilder of things we've done that I'm like... This is a cool milestone. And I would have never put a live stream as a milestone on anything. That's cool though. And it's cool that this now is. You know, it's now a thing that I'm like, "Oh, we we did a full production show."
1: Totally. You know. Totally. I you know, as I get older, fucking turn 40, like I think about things in in a uh, a container that I that I use to like like categorize like the importance of things. is I'm like, Is this like deathbed shit? Right, right, right. So, like, when I'm on my deathbed, do I look at this and do I think, like, that was dope? Right, right. Right. The value in, like, deathbed shit for me is higher than dollars. Right, yeah. Right, for sure. I mean, I've watched this thing a couple of times,
0: and, like, even, like, I think Craig texted me yesterday and he was like, you know, he's like, I've watched this a couple of times, like, it was really fucking cool you know and it's yep. just like at the end of the day that's i think cool. that's like that's that's really what we got out of it like it was it was nice that it felt somewhat successful to end and have everyone get paid and not lose our asses on this that was great but just being able to be like okay during an age where everything's fucking weird we're able to pull off a live show that yep. was safe and not like one of these fucking dickhead shows that I see on Facebook, where someone's sure. playing in a venue. Yeah, sure. You know, like just fucking five people watching in the corner. You can see who's watching. There's more people on stage than watching at home. And I'm right. like, you all fucking left home to do this, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Like, so. Yeah, I right. appreciate you taking the journey with us and new challenges. It. Love it, <laughs> love it for sure. I I I highly look forward to the Death of a Nation live stream that you guys will. <laughs>
1: As if, dude. You guys have to You're show first. No we, just get, no, we just get mad about things and then write songs. That's it. You know, I toured for 17 years. Yeah, and? If I may, what's your last biz lesson to everyone? Mm. <laughs> last biz lesson is... Um, biz tips with J-Moss. Biz tips with J-Moss. <laughs> um, oh, I did the Trump thing. <laughs> um... Uh, you know, like, obviously everyone's gotta pay their bills, like, whatever. But, uh, if you can, uh, take the chance, indulge in art, indulge in things that feel cool and fun and that you're passionate about, that you want to learn about, that might grow you and might grow your friends, because, uh, on my whole, like, deathbed shit thing, like, it's just way more valuable. Um, and... The music industry is probably the worst industry to try to make money in. It's getting a little better, but I would still like quantifiably like allocate it in like the horrible zone. Um, yeah, I've, I've always said, and this is this is not a lie,
0: but um, if you worked any minimum wage job, like at Dunkin Donuts, you will make more in that than you will in the music industry, probably not over, over always long but
1: term. By and large. Yes. Yeah. Um, so like. You know, I never did any of, like, my bands for financial reasons. Sure. Yeah. And actually, I think, straight up, I think financial reasons cripple. Like, financial dependency kills art.
0: Yeah. I mean, it goes back to where I said, like, if if we did this because our lives depended on it and we needed to pay the rent, we would not be having a great time. It would suck. This conversation would be very different to be like, how much did this show cost and how much did we make? There's only
1: yeah, and I know. just don't think I don't think good art can be created inside of those confines. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. The yeah. fact that like we could kind of comfortably just like
0: take this risk together, and if this, if let's say no tickets were sold to this, some how some way no one bought a ticket to this, yeah. we'd be like, oh that sucked. But like, and we'd be bummed, but we wouldn't be in a place
1: where we'd be like. Our lives are over. (laughs) No, yeah. Yeah, no. uh, Whatever you do, like, you know, do it well and be stoked. If you're not stoked going into it, you won't be stoked coming out of it. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, so I've done tours and stuff that, like, you know, or that was maybe stoked going into it. You know, like financially positive. You don't, like, feel awesome at the end. And um, it's nice to just do things with friends and cool people, make art. And you know, I I I don't know if
0: you felt the same way. Obviously you weren't playing, but for me it was like this was all so weird and there's multiple times in my head where I was just like Is this fucking we're doing a lot just to do this fucking stream. Is this worth it? And like you said, like, you know You take you don't go into this for a financial thing, you know. I I Uh, felt like for me the second I put on the guitar and started playing, mm. it was like my energy just shifted and I was just like, yeah, this is why we do this because it's so I, fucking awesome.
1: That's why That's why you did it when you were 15, right?
0: Right. Yeah. And it's that same feeling that yeah. I guess, you know, whenever you start feeling like fucked up about this business, I think it does pull you back in because you're like, no one can kind of take away that feeling of what that feels like is when you put that on.
1: There's, a, there's a fine line between commerce and art, you know, and it's... Right. Uh, yeah, I, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, uh, the 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 commerce part can kill the art, and without the art, there is no commerce. Right. Yeah. Stuff. So. Yeah.
0: But with, without the art, there is no
1: commerce, and that's 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 your biz tip from James. Biz tip number three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Cool. Run
0: water, run water. Thank you for checking out this episode of the biz. If you enjoyed it. Please subscribe on wherever you listen and leave us a review on the Apple podcast app. You can follow the biz on Instagram at Sal Ellington. You can buy merch at thebizbaby.square.site. If you'd like to donate to the biz on Venmo, it's at Sal Ellington. Thank you for your support. We'll see you next episode.